0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by the greatest beer on God's green earth, Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to coorslight.com slash T ampersand tea. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like Cashback Match, for instance. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discovercom match. Limitations apply.
0: On today's episode of Titus and Tate, is the old Big East back, Tate, or is it dead? Because on the one yeah. hand, uh, Dan Hurley gets tossed. Can it be both? That's the question. Yeah, Dan Hurley gets tossed on some BS that, uh, frankly, in the old Big East would never have, uh, you know, never would have even registered as anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Gets two texts, tries to pump up the UConn crowd, gets tossed. So that tells me the Slaps old. Slaps the table.
1: Yeah, that tells me the old
0: crowd. Big East not back. But yeah. then the UConn Huskies come back from down, what were they down, like four in the the, the, the they they were down four in the final minute. Yeah, it looked like it was over. 69-65. Okay, yeah. Come back and beat Villanova. UConn beating Villanova, Tate, feels like an old Big East thing because yeah. Villanova represents the new Big East. UConn represents the old Big East. The old Big East may in fact be back because UConn, who ran the old Big East, is now, Back yes, but then they're not at the top of the Big East standing. It's very confusing.
1: We're going to try to. This is it the first win for UConn over Villanova since the 2014 NCAA tournament. Wow. What? Wait, wow. what? That's where we are.
0: Yeah. So uh, the old Big East might be dead, but it might be back. We don't really yes. know. Uh, what I know for sure is dead is the Michigan State Spartan State. They uh, got obliterated by Iowa tonight. Um, they 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 have zero once the identity.
1: number eleven team in the country. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people is. chirping at us. Why aren't you promoting this team? Why aren't you shooting this team to the moon? Yes. Here's why.
0: Here's why. <laughs> watch, watch what happened yes. tonight against Iowa. Um, we also got to talk about uh, a story that we have not touched on on this show because it happened over the weekend. Yes. Which is uh, you were at Daytona. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was at the Genesis Open. We, we had other things going on, but we have to talk about this.
0: We have to talk about Jawan Howard. In Michigan, uh, what what do we call the gym? The the melee, the melee this is in Madison, the Madison melee, <laughs> no, melee he, in Madison. Melee in Madison. Jim gym, Jim's <laughs> getting really excited <laughs> with the opportunity to brand something. Yes, uh, you know, like this palace is Jim. In the Palace. What is it? This is the. How melee do you spell gym. melee? Does anyone know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: we'll talk about Jawan. I know everybody is just like dying to hear our thoughts. Feels like it's already yeah. resolved at this
1: <laughs> yeah. point, which is really good for us. You know what I mean? We we didn't want to be the first ones to come in and say this is what should happen. Then something drastically. Different happens, we look dumb. We wait till the final result, then we chime in.
0: Yeah, and then we chime Perfect. in and tell you where everybody where, everybody where got you it got wrong. it wrong. Yeah, you yeah. got it wrong. That's <laughs> classic. No, we'll 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 talk about Jawan and 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 the uh the fallout and all that. I'm sure the melee at the end. But uh we're gonna mostly talk about maybe UConn. Uh, yeah, the big win. Uh all that coming up at first. What do you doing? All right, Tate. UConn seventy-one, Villanova sixty-nine. Uh, it, this coming on a day where we 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 were on the internet and uh, Evan Mi me. How do you say his name? Evan Mikawa. Miyakawa. Yes. My apologies to Evan. Uh, mm-hmm. Miyakawa. Yeah. He's uh, he. He popped up into our
1: lives. He crunched uh, the numbers for us. Yeah, he
0: crunched the numbers on the yeah. race to sixty-nine and told us that the race to sixty-nine because I, <laughs> I had put on the last show I'd put the race to sixty-nine at number one on the Frog Power. Yes. Uh, and he chimed in and he was like, "Not so fast." 93.7% of the time Ooh. that the team that scores 69 first, uh, they, they are the team that is in fact victorious.
1: Which if you round up is 100%. It's
0: basically 100%. It is 100%. Yeah. No,
1: it's not basically. Yeah. It is. If you get a 93 on a test, you felt if like you someone.
0: If someone tells you you have a 93% chance of something happening, you do hear 100. For sure. If you, I, I hear a hundred. If you're like exactly, I'm like okay, then nothing can go wrong.
1: And and at the end of the day, when you get your report card, is it an A? Yes. These are these are both A's. This is an A. The race of 69 was great with an A. We
0: we unfortunately for uh, Villanova fans, we saw the uh, 6.3%. This was an F. Yeah. Uh, Tonight, as Villanova up by four in the final minute, choke it all away. Uh, How about this, Tate? R.J. Cole takes a charge. Mm. R.J. Cole wears number two. Takes a charge. This is Tuesday. On Colin Gillespie, who wears number two. Mm. It is Tuesday, two twenty two twenty two. Yeah,
1: spelled T-W-O. Day.
0: Mind blown. Um, your thoughts on the final call? Let's start that.
1: Well, honestly, RJ Cole, the shot that he made prior was, you know, the ball does not lie at the end of the day. There was like a seven-point swing with the technical and everything with Dan Hurley earlier in the game. And That's I felt point. like... It all kind of cosmically came back at the end and the good fortune was on the side of UConn. I'm not saying that it was a charge though, because I don't think it was a charge. But I also think that it's college basketball. We know how makeup calls work. And I think that at that point the officials said to themselves, we look this around, was, we've helped Villanova quite a bit in this game. Again, seven point swing with the whole technical and all that stuff. The ghost of this. the
0: ghost of Dan Hurley put his hands on this yes. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The, ref, a the man refs, who took a charge which, but yeah, as a coach. Off. <laughs> so RJ Cole learned something.
0: Great point. We we made this point. We were talking about uh, the Tennessee Arizona game uh, mm-hmm. a while back, and it felt like the Tennessee fans just swallowed those refs alive, and the refs yes. were terrible. And that
1: is what Tennessee does. Yeah, yeah. I fear um, for any referee in Knoxville. And I made
0: the point that the college basketball refs are the worst. They are by far the they worst. They are the worst of, people. Of, <laughs> the, of all the officials in sports, college basketball refs are the worst. Yeah. But I understand how they why they're the worst. It's because they're put in like the most insane environments where. They're just like, honestly, I don't care that much. So I'm just going to make the call that gets me out of here alive. Yeah. And I think maybe that you're right. Maybe it helped. Maybe that like in that moment, the guys, the refs were like, you know what? We can still win this. We can still come out of right here as the good guys. Yeah. Eh, we're going to go ahead and call that a charge. When it, like, my call, I don't think it was a block either. Per se. I, I think it just should have been a no call and, and Villanova takes it out. And,
1: That's what we said live. We're like, just, just, just 1.1, no 1. 1, 1. 1.3, whatever it would have been yeah. on the clock. Ball goes out of bounds. Give them one happens. shot. Yeah. yeah. See what happens. Let the game decide. That's the problem with the officials across the board in college basketball. Let them play is what you're saying? No.
0: it's very old Big East. We need to change the blue blood, new blood to old Big East or new Big East. Who's who's, going to win? Who's winning?
1: Maybe it doesn't factor into the Big East as much because of all the, you know, the old Big East vibe. the The juice that was in there. This This felt like, though, seriously, that UConn kind of got over a hurdle a little bit in the new Big East. Yeah. You know, we talk about the old Big East a lot, but in the new Big East, they had to kind of let it be known that hey, we're number two here, and we, saying, we want to solidify. Are you that.
0: saying UConn's back?
1: I think they're. I think they're there. Yeah, I think they're on.
0: You know the what? Us. You know what? I am one hundred percent sure of with UConn is that those fans <laughs> are there. Love Dan Hurley. Yes, they love like. At a time where we're by at the end of the show, when we were going to talk about Jawan Howard and coach behavior, and like, is it going mm-hmm. to be fired up, and is that leadership, or is that, you know, is that what we want out of our coaches, and do we demand more, and yeah. what about the kids and all that? I'll say this: we'll save that discussion for the end of the show, Tate. For right now, talking about Dan Hurley, UConn fans love that. There, there's, I, yeah. I, I can't imagine there are too many UConn fans that are like, I wish that our coach wasn't crazy, because they. They get absolutely fired up. He he is he is. Uh, I mean, Nate Oates has got tossed. Uh, uh, what was that Thursday? The last Thursday yeah. uh, at the Alabama game, and Bama fans were cheering. That's what you do when your coach get tossed. You clap it up. You say, "Good job, coach." It doesn't matter thank what he coach does. you for fighting the good. Yes, fight. thank you yeah. for fighting the good fight. But the UConn fans tonight were on another level. Now, part of it was because the alcohol. <laughs> part of it was <laughs> the circumstances of which he got tossed were bush league, to say the least. Uh, bush light. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but at the same time, I think it was indicative of like the relationship that these fans have with that man, which is like they, they where you and I might look at him as mm. sort of a meme, sort of uh, just a goofball at times, a caricature. a caricature, yeah, whatever the people in that arena and the people on his bench, they believe they go nuts for him.
1: Yes. Yeah. He has the people, he has the pulse of the UConn fan base. And let's be honest, UConn basketball fans are some of the most diehard fans you'll ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. And they are college basketball. And Dan Hurley at least takes that pride and that passion seriously, which is what they really wanted. You know, that yeah. was, I mean, we love Kevin Ollie, the player, but he was a more reserved type of guy. Hurley is more of the Bruce Pearl style where you really feel like he's in. The I don't think he's
0: Br- Bruce, Bruce. I, 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 okay. As far as the
1: energy, yeah, not, yeah. not the execution. Because Bruce Pearl
0: is like, I'm fun. Yeah. And I bring the energy, and I'm the fun guy at the party. Yeah. Dan Hurley's like, I am absolutely not fun. I will bite your head. off. We'll bite your head off. Yes. But we might win. And and
1: and he, but he's but not UConn like, needs that bite. Like but, they need someone to step out, put their yeah. neck out, and say, "We're UConn basketball." But
0: I, I think the difference too is like he he's you know if 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 you're squinting and you're not actually like watching Dan Hurley and his behavior, <laughs> you might assume he's got like some Bob Knight in him, you know, because he's just a crazy guy on the sideline. Whatever. The difference being. That Dan Hurley does like love his players. Yeah, he's <laughs> love a his players family. coach. Like yeah. he he he's crazy, but then he channels it all. And, like both chest bump dudes as they're going to timeouts and slap guys on the ass. And like,
1: like you said, yeah. R.J. Cole took that charge yes. for Dan Hurley. Yes,
0: and and as he got yes. tossed, he huddles up the guys and he's like, he's he gives them fight the pep talk. Me, fight for me. And then he turns <laughs> to the to the ref and says, "You're an effing bomb on his way out." <laughs> I do love. I'll say this too: the the, uh, her, the way her the circumstances around his ejection were garbage. Like he. He complained about a call that was a bad call. First of all, but like,
1: still, whatever. You get one. The, the first technical was literally he turned it on the scores table and slammed yeah. it. Yeah, which it, which is nothing. That's nothing. But but I understand. That's not. Much. Yeah, it's not. I, I see the demonstration. Yeah. The refs like this is too much. That one's like you know we can maybe argue
0: whatever, but then he basically like laughs, high fives one of his guys, turns to the crowd and 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 raises the raises the crowd up, and then he, that's how he gets tossed. Yeah, and. In a vacuum, that's ridiculous, and it's like why under that, that's not a that's not a circumstance to toss a guy. But you and I both know that Dan Hurley is 100 percent the guy that like you tell him where the line is. He walks up to the line, he leans over the line. The second yeah. you turn, his second you turn your head, you're
1: behind the line, but his nose yeah. and his body are leaning over yes. the line, and then he's, he's in your space. And then he
0: puts his hand over the line and doesn't touch the ground, but he puts it like a millimeter above the ground. He's like, I'm not touching it. Mm-hmm. I'm not touch. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And then the refs just pointing at him like, yeah, I swear to God, if you touch, you touch it, it. I swear to God. It. He's like, I'm not. T- <laughs> and then the ref turns. It's, it's the key and peel sketch of the, yeah. the humping. And then he touches it. <laughs> and he tees him up. He's like, What? <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. Um. So that part cracked me up. Because Which the crowd loves. The crowd loves exactly. it. Exactly. Because like the, the again like in a vacuum, Dan Hurley's like, This is this is BS. How was I tossed? But it's like we all know how you're tossed. Like what what led to this point is years of behavior of like the refs like yes. It whatever the benefit of the doubt is, he has the exact opposite. You, yes. You have um, no benefit. And then, you know, like, It sure, is no doubt all he was, what you were doing. All he was doing was turning and pumping up the crowd, but, like, also, you know, he, the guy thought he was showing up. It was a bad call. Don't get me wrong. Jim it was, asked it, it's, it's just a, funny that it's Dan Hurley. It's
1: funny because Jim asks us what he thought Dan Hurley was doing, you know, great during question. the rest of the game. And he probably was losing his mind throwing yeah. things. Yeah. I would assume.
0: Yeah. That's and, that, and that's I, why I would, we love the guy. I I would think do, J- Jim, you 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 wondered too. Do you think he was texting assistant coaches and trying to coach from the? Yeah, is he allowed to do that? Bobby Valentine put I, on. The I think technically no, but no. texting from a burner, it's the
1: mustache of technology.
0: Yeah, or he could have done what James Booknight did. What is it with UConn, dude? James UConn. Booknight was at the Xavier game and got got tossed, and he just went up to the student section.
1: That's what he was saying. Jim was saying that tonight. He was like, I wish Book Night could have coached. For That'd be this. hilarious. Should have come out of the same section, <laughs> yeah, a wrestler. Book Night's head coach. Oh my God, is that James yeah. Book Night's music? Yeah. Yep. Hilarious. You you uh
0: you cut to the The student they win the game and the UConn uh. students spill onto the court and Dan
1: Hurley's in that group and <laughs> just like running with <laughs> going them. crazy. Hey, are you? Uh, there was other. I had a couple UConn fans uh, that we know reach out to me. They were upset about the court storming.
0: You know, oh, like for UConn. We don't think I know who one
1: of those UConn. fans I I know of those Very upset about about this, and and I it is a good point. It's a fair point. No, uh, you know, like I, I I'm, I'm pro Stormy. I'm pro storming yeah.
0: under any circumstance. Yeah. I don't care I, if 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 Duke beats Mercer by thirty, and the Duke and the Cameron crazies want to storm the court. Oh my god! I mean, I'd make fun of them, but like, all, like my honest opinion, I don't care. It's like, d- do whatever you want. I'm working on a, I'm working on a feature
1: if, report right now, sidebar about uh, Duke pumping in crowd noise for the crazies. Oh really? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get you that for the fraud powering. You
0: know what I've been seeing a lot of speaking of the crazies. This is, this is classic us, by the way. That we're mm-hmm. talking about. <laughs> Great moment in UConn basketball <laughs> history. Just quick aside. All roads <laughs> lead back to Duke. Uh, I've, I've, I've been seeing a, uh, uh a swell of uh an mm. idea that the crazies aren't as crazy as they used to be. And like it's that's facts. The, <laughs>
1: and I'm coming I with would the love, data. I would I'm coming lo- with the
0: data. I love like that, that is that is like the Saturday night live of uh college basketball it's like the back in my day it was you know it like was su- it sucks what happened to Saturday night live because like in two like when when I was coming of age it yeah. was the best. Oh, such I feel a like cast. that's what everybody thinks about Yeah.
1: Everyone every likes crazy. the crazies when they're in high school yeah.
0: Yeah when you're in high school <laughs> and you're looking for a college to go, yeah.
1: They were crazier, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, they, they were just the best. Uh, what were we talking about? UConn.
0: UConn. Um, the, oh, Storm storming the court. Yeah. Is that is that a? a so I, I I'm pro court storm under any circumstances. I don't care. Um, I would say if if you are someone that takes this seriously and you're of UConn's ilk, and you know if you're like a UConn fan that like makes fun of everyone else when they storm the court, yeah. I'd be a little upset about this one too. I think UConn, but fans. I don't care. For me personally, do not care.
1: Storm the court. Have fun. I think a fun time. it's a divide between Calhoun-UConn fans because yeah. Calhoun fans, they would never storm the court. Old Big East. The New Big East. Yeah. New
0: Big East, UConn storms the court. Mm-hmm. Old Big East, UConn, this would never.
1: Which maybe this never happens again. Because Cal- maybe if, the old... If
0: Calhoun was tossed from this game, and oh. he's in Dan Hurley's shoes, they start storming the court. He's running out of the tunnel, throwing... <laughs> he's Jawan <laughs> he <laughs> like, to Get the off rest. the court. Get off the court. We don't do this here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Coach K yelling, shut up at the kids. Uh,
0: Sonoga was awesome tonight.
1: Yeah, with 20 and six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's great. I like UConn. When I look at both these teams tonight and at one point, I thought Villanova was going to win this game and my talking point to you was going to be Villanova wins, but I think UConn's a better tournament team. Yeah. And I and I leave this game feeling better about UConn in the tournament. Oh,
0: you're drinking the Villanova uh, Kool Aid that I'm trying—the anti-Villanova Kool Aid.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Do. All right. I just think that UConn with Sunogo, if they play like they did tonight, they're a scrappy team. They're going to be a tough out. I feel like they could be a second weekend team. Yeah. So
0: I, f- the Big East, I still, you know, like I'm, I'm not trying to rain on UConn's parade, but um, I don't. I, I, you're not I, in I'm not in on really any Big East team in terms of yeah. like a final four national title threat but second weekend but I am at, there, there's a lot of second weekend Big East teams yeah. like they're gonna have six teams in the Sweet 16 and they're gonna really. talk themselves but like they have it. five or you know Yeah. A, a lot of Sweet 16 teams and they're like we're the best conference and this is proof. Mm-hmm. and then they have zero in the final four that's what it feels like Big East is this year which is okay great win for UConn I like I it was, you know it was a great win for it's Providence this helps this Providence is the new What is it, where where's the Big East standings now? What is the They have to be up, right? Two games, no, they, one and a half games. They uh yeah, I I, I don't know how to do the uh the math. <laughs> it's tw- Providence is 12 and 2 and Villanova is 14 and 4, so Providence oh my is <laughs> yeah. What? Four more games than
1: Providence. This is the problem in college basketball. There's yeah. too much math.
0: Is Providence going to get a 2021 Michigan Big 10 title and like I yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for Providence to win the Big East. But if they win it in a manner that Michigan won the, like it if, if really Villanova, because they still have to go to Villanova, Villanova already won in the dunk, as we know, in the top 10 tilt. Top 10 tilt. And if the, the second top 10 tilt is <laughs> in Philly <laughs> and Villanova beats the brakes off of them.
1: But Providence still wins
0: the Big East. And then Villanova, Villanova has more wins yeah, and beats the hell out of Providence twice
1: But Providence won the Big East. But Providence wins the Big East. I'm fine with that. That puts
0: me in a tough position, though. No, Ed Cooley,
1: Big East coach of the year.
0: That puts me in a tough position because I was very anti that for Michigan Mm -hmm. last year. But I want to be pro-Providence winning the Big East. They have to beat Villanova, but they're not going to. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they do. Maybe they shock us. Maybe they earn that Big East title. And we all say, Ed Cooley... Maybe national coach of the year, or at least in the conversation. Yeah, that's I, that, that's what you do now. Put have in, in the conversation.
0: Uh, yeah, Providence though. Providence has their their final three games are Xavier at home.
1: Win hopefully. Okay, I don't know <laughs> Xavier is scrappy, so not not a guarantee. They won
0: by three the first time they played. Xavier, yeah, uh, in, in Cincinnati, obviously Creighton at home.
1: Creighton's tough uh, Creighton's I don't know dude
0: this is this is this is, like provi- this, this, this is, is Providence's MO their last three games Butler overtime they th- I didn't really watch that but I was following along on Twitter <laughs> that like Providence w- was dead in the water in Indy uh, in Hinkle Fieldhouse and then beat Butler in overtime uh, the game before that was a Villanova game that they let slip through their fingers the game before that was at the DePaul game where they were down at home and they they had to claw back to force overtime and then yeah won that the game, the game before that was Georgetown. So anyway, their last three, they, they they it's this has been the Providence story the whole time. So if you're looking ahead to the Providence schedule and you're saying win, win, win or loss or what, you're I don't know you haven't been paying attention. to this. Yeah, you're not paying attention. with all those gonna happen with this team,
1: uh, but they might win the biggest. So but the cool. luck, the luck plays a factor. Yeah. we believe in the luck or the magic or whatever. The Friars are up to. We like that. Uh, yeah. So you you
0: you believe in UConn. if you're picking a Big East team, a single Big East team to to put all your chips on as a final. I, if I tell you I'm from the future and there was one Big East team that made the Final Four, UConn. You like it? As, you like UConn? Are we Are we sure we're not just doing the thing we did last year with UConn, which
1: uh, just like? I think last year was more of a fluke than this year because I think they have what you need, which is a post presence. Yeah, I like the I like Sonogo. I think he can take them to. Sweet 16 and if they have the right,
0: you and know, RJ Colby, that guy,
1: I think maybe tonight was a big sign for me. I think he can play winning basketball. Yeah, he gets it. He's been there so long at this point. He knows what the right play is, not to say he's going to make the right play because that's a different conversation, but he at least knows <laughs> yes. what the right play is
0: when he makes the wrong play. He'll tap his chest and like, say,
1: I know. I, I, I know that I screwed yeah, that up. He'll just be like, I got it. And Dan Hurley's like, oh. <laughs> come on, RJ, you know, that whole moment. All right. That's Which why, makes me why you believe, in believe in in that. you yeah, That's why I believe in. That. My God, uh, I think that brings me full
0: circle to where I'm at with the Big East and well, Weekend two. I uh uh if if we were off air, I would say my answer is Villanova. If like yeah. if I actually had to put money on it, I would still say. I mean Villanova that. I think by. that
1: is the right answer, probably. But I'm I'm I, trying to spice it up.
0: I'll spice it up and say Providence because I'll just <laughs> <buy> into,
1: <laughs> I'll just buy into the luck, dude. I'll say this: if Ed Cooley does go on a run with this, say they goes to the Elite Eight or whatever. Ed Cooley's gonna be a name that Louisville, right, will yeah. probably talk to, or Maryland, Maryland will probably talk to. And if or Geor- Michigan again. What if Georgetown? <laughs> yeah. What if Georgetown makes a change? Yep. That could be interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Ed so Cooley stays Ed in Cooley, the East,
0: but he goes to, he can't go to Georgetown.
1: What if he did though? Yeah. That'd be fun. I, I'm just saying Ed Cooley. You, hot name. Hot, hot name, name, Ed Cooley. Name. <laughs> uh,
0: Providence, I I I see their path to the final. They, they're the Houston. They're Houston last year.
1: Like we can't believe this. Yeah, but it did work. Yeah. It, it just fell in their favor.
0: Yeah, that's uh So I'll, I'll pick Providence, but okay, the answer is still Villanova. For being honest with ourselves, uh, what else? What else happened tonight? Iowa beat the hell out of Michigan State. Um, we we have you know not to pat ourselves on the back, but uh, we have been doubters of Michigan State for most of the season, have we not? I think there was I think like so. a
1: there there was a period ever of time since we broke the scoop that they were not going to be able to play Michigan. Right. Right, Duke I, COVID.
0: I, uh, Michigan State, and Villanova, both have been teams that like I, I have not loved. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're frauds, but I like didn't. I'm just like I'm, I'm not seeing it. I'm just not seeing it. I yeah. keep trying to see it. I'm not seeing it. Um, and there were both. There were moments with both teams, and there still might be a moment with Villanova. Uh, because I'm, I'm slowly realizing that Villanova is actually good. I just don't really love watching them play. Um, but there's a moment with Michigan State this season where I was like, I could be wrong, but i just gotta write this out if i'm too i'm in too deep yeah um but they're, 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 i think it's just a talent issue i, re, I really do they, the team has zero identity you watch if, if they were wearing different jerseys they were wearing blank jerseys and you had to guess like what team is this they they have no hallmarks of a michigan state team whatsoever um i think the 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 biggest problem is probably that max christie was supposed to be awesome, better than he is and he's not and that's yeah. okay because it's like he's a friend like He's a you know, freshman. It's a lot. That's how it
1: works. Yeah, exactly.
0: More often than not, freshmen come into college basketball and they're not the best player on the team, um, which is why the ones who are stand out to us so much. Yeah. Uh, and and ultimately, like you're 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 relying on guys like Malik Hall and Gabe Brown, and that's where they found themselves. Of like, you guys have to save us. The only way we're going to win games is if Malik Hall balls out for us. And you're like, that's you know. <laughs> That's that's gonna beat some teams in the Big Ten. Is that a Final Four Michigan State team? So no. my my point is, if you're someone who uh you know talk yourself into Izzo every March and you say like it doesn't matter what Tom Izzo has, he can <laughs> he can scrap January, it fine. February Izzo. I mean, I, I'm sure when it happens, I'm gonna have my words thrown back in my face. But like I don't I don't see the hallmarks of the other Final Four Michigan State teams that I've seen through the years where like they they might not have the talent, but like. God damn it! They they,
1: they play they hard, play hard, and yeah, they they yeah. play
0: good defense, and they dominate the boards, and like all this. This team doesn't do that, and they also don't have great talent. I think they may have
1: it. peaked already. Yeah, that's that's my biggest. Or is that what team. Tom Izzo wants us to? <laughs> yeah, I know that's the my problem with Tom Izzo is that he always seems to have a puncher's chance, especially when it comes to March. So it's hard, to, like you said, can be thrown directly back in your face. But I don't really see. I don't even know what seed Michigan State is right now. What a five seed, six seed. They're probably. My gut tells me
0: they're like a six or a seven. Okay, so is, is how I feel. I don't know, scary. but I, I'm, I'm scary not, a, I'm as not a, a seven seed because I'm not a Q guy though. We know this. I'm not. I don't know what their Q. We're gonna talk about is. that in a little while. I don't know, but uh, yeah. my my gut, my eye test. Yeah, I say, five six. I seven say they're each. like a yeah, more six or seven. Yeah, five, but yeah, that's where I'm at with
1: it. I'm I'm right there with you, and I don't think that they're how? a team to believe in, but I like Iowa. I was gonna say how there. good is Iowa? Yeah, I think they're good. Because they they're they, they
0: smoked the Buckeyes in Columbus. Uh-huh. Um, these are the last two games. They smoked the Buckeyes and smoke Michigan State.
1: They have the guard Bohannon, this guy who like we were talking about R.J. Cole. He Jordan Bohannon knows what the right play is. So we get to yeah. late game situations in March. He knows what to do. They have a legit star on yeah. their team. I'm just not sure how far. I don't, know. I don't think they were a Final Four team. I don't think. I think they're a second weekend team.
0: For me, it's hard to shake what happened to them last year. Yes.
1: Um, which was getting exposed. Yeah. Uh, with, that was
0: the most that was yeah. the, the the most obvious disparity in athleticism yes. I've ever seen on if,
1: a- you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when LSU played Duke in 07. Yeah. You know, where yeah. it was just like, oh wow, like this is a different level. And these bad matchup. No- Yeah, bad-,
0: <laughs> <laughs> bad matchup. Uh so I guess for me, <laughs> for Iowa going into this NCAA tournament, yeah. the question I would then have is, what have we done? Iowa to address to address this, this. Mm-hmm. um which you know like it, the college basketball is not the NBA so you can't just like sign free agents that but it kind of is you know kind of the portal ball. yeah um do you watch this Iowa team and state yourself they are are markedly more athletic and uh dynamic no. and no of course not and if they played like Oregon team from last year, they could match up better with them.
1: If they played USC in the tournament, USC, I think, would really I, give them problems. I
0: think the one difference is instead of funneling the ball, trying to get it to Luka Garza and Joe Wieskamp, you're giving it to Keegan Murray, who is that guy and can be that guy. And that's a good spot to be in if you're Iowa, if you're an Iowa fan talking yourself into this. Yeah. Because um, Keegan Murray can, he can go against anybody, but. Yeah, as a team, um, uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: I think they're overachieving. That's why it's this yeah, That's why
0: also. they're an interesting team to me because they're definitely.
1: I think if he, I mean, he obviously is going to go to the NBA draft, but if he did come back, you would then I would be like if it was next year and Murray came back, I'm like they're a title favorite type team because he's at that level at that point. You know what I mean?
0: Bohannon's back for an eighth year in this <laughs> scenario, or <laughs>
1: yeah, he's back. He's back somehow. He's back. They need they need an athletic guard, really, like a point guard yes. that can really yes you know be
0: that's what every team in college basketball and i think that's what this this season has been uh why the tournament's gonna be so fun i think is uh that there aren't a ton of great point guards in college basketball and that is usually that's good for rj cole yeah that's usually the engine that makes these teams go and we look at national title teams it's usually there's a guard on the team that's like i got this just get the ball and not necessarily the the scorer or even the, the cis guy. It's just like a guy that you trust and
1: Severe Wheeler, yeah, Or Kentucky. Yeah. Like there are a lot of guys like um, that.
0: But there aren't a ton of I mean, who's like the, the, the top crop, like the Tiger Campbells and Nimhards and Yeah, John I was Gillespie gonna say and, my
1: my one A, one B. I mean I think Nimhard's probably number one right now and then Tiger Campbell as far yeah. as like guy that can do exactly what you want from that position. Yeah. Which, you know,
0: like they're they're all good play, but like I mean, yeah, yeah. you're talking about the history of the sport. Like that's not a that's not a, a crop that you're stacking up against some of the guys no. had in the past. So that's gonna make for an interesting tournament because yeah, what I just said. I don't need to say it again. <laughs> um what else? What else happened tonight? Is that uh our Arkansas get a good win again at Florida? I want to shout out Arkansas real quick. I know we do shout outs at the end of the show, but uh Arkansas's rolling man. Twelve and one in their last thirteen. Their one loss was the uh at Bama when J D Note was like a little too much heat check yeah he was it's like understandable yeah understandable exactly. uh florida it might not move the needle for a lot of people arkansas winning at florida um but florida just beat auburn tate we know that um florida's on the bubble florida's on the bubble and they're fighting for their in-state tournament live and i think they i think florida is actually like not they're not gonna make the tournament but like florida if arkansas loses to florida that would have been a bad loss for arkansas but those of us in the know, know that Florida's got some talent. Colin. Cassel, I like awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Florida, Florida to me is like not that bad of a, t- they don't deserve to be the tournament. a sneaky SEC tournament team. I, I, you know, this is going to sound snarky because, uh, I, I don't love Florida because they stole a national championship for me. They cheated. They cheated. They all brought, came back.
1: Broke back five stars. Uh, that's an unwritten rule. We're going to talk about unwritten yes. rules. <laughs> that's that's an unwritten rule. rule. Bad, Can't do that
0: should have punched Billy Donovan <laughs> or swiped that or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't love Florida, so this is going to sound like a joke, but I genuinely mean this. They are my favorite to win the NIT. <laughs> they are, I think they're my favorite to win the NIT. Yeah. I really think so. I think they got a great team that, that can win the NIT this year.
1: Mine's Memphis.
0: <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm going back. If, I was, to if back. I was gambling on the NIT, I think I'd put money on Florida to win it. But, back to back, man. Uh, anyway, so this was like a sneaky trap game, good win for Arkansas. I just wanted to shout them out. JD Note with a big dagger at the end. And, uh, I like Williams Musselman was J- Jalen
1: Williams was in foul trouble all game and
0: yes yeah, so it was a, it was a sneaky win for Arkansas and also
1: Musselman's back on the Tyson Tate bandwagon he's oh is he yeah he, he was
0: we need honest. to have Musk, Musk should, I would this yeah. is a great bit Musk I know you're listening or or your people are gonna get this to you somehow <laughs> I would I would love uh <laughs> I would love Musk's power rankings of media outlets yes yeah. that, that he that, trusts that he trusts at yeah. the time. that'd be great and I'm not I don't need us to be one I would love for us to but he needs to motivate us he needs to like flip it on us and just be like. Number one is here. My power here are my power rankings this week. Number one, CBS guys,
1: McIntyre, J Mac.
0: Number one, J Mac. Number two, the CB Parish and Norlander. Love them. Three, Field of sixty eight. Yeah. Four, the the barstool dudes. Mm -hmm. Love what they got going on there. Five, Titus, and then we see that and we're like, all right, we got to get better.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How do we step our game up, Coach? What do you want to hear? What takes you want to (laughs) hear? Yeah, that's, um, that was the big news of the night, though. I mean, I mean, UConn Ar- is the biggest news. Though.
0: It is the biggest news. Arkansas, though, I was going to say this is uh, is playing some some great defense as of late, and I want to shout them out because they they're a sneaky team in terms of the second uh, weekend team. Guard guard play plus defense. You know, I believe in that Tate and yeah. J D Note is that guy, and if they're playing defense like they've been playing as of late, it's interesting.
1: And Musselman, when he has a meme, when he has an ident- identity like with the sling this year. Yeah. He likes and, the role.
0: And listen, I understand there's some Arkansas fans uh, listening to this or watching this right now that are saying, aren't you the same guy yes. that in December yes. said you're, you're out with Arkansas this yes. year? And you're just like, that's okay. They're just not that good. We don't need to talk. Like, kind of what I'm doing with Villanova and Michigan State. Aren't yeah.
1: you that same guy? And
0: yeah, yeah, I am. That was the past. This is the present.
1: It's also <laughs> like your play can change my opinion. That's that, true. that is the yeah. biggest, you that's know, f- problem in all of media and everything. Everyone wants their opinions to actually outweigh the reality of the. I I hope that Arkansas plays great. And I like you know
0: Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I said that <laughs> that's every what time. I'm like every Arkansas. time I was saying bad things about Arkansas, I was saying <laughs> I and like, like and I like yeah. them. I just that's, didn't think they were that good, and now they're exactly. that good.
1: And uh, they have played their way into being that good.
0: Uh, let's do Let's do King of the Mountain presented by Coors Light before we uh, uh, talk about Jawan Howard. Uh, is that okay? Is yeah, that fine. That's perfect. Take a a deep breath. Collect your thoughts on the... King of the Mountain presented by Coors Light. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. When you want to hit, reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Please celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company Golden, Colorado. Uh, Do you want to go first you want me to go first? You usually go first.
1: I can go first. Mine is pretty straight to the point. My King of the Mountain the The number one ruling authority in college basketball is the algorithm. Wait, what? Yes, the numbers. Which one? The algorithm, the net, the quads, the the computers. Don Cheadle. And Space Jam 2? Is this Don Cheadle and Spud? Yes. Algae. <laughs> Algae rhythm uh, is what we're dealing with. And you know, honestly, I feel like I'm listening to the Quad City Times, and I'm not even in da- Davenport, Iowa. I had to figure out what Quad City was. But it's Davenport, Iowa. Wait, what? They're actually Quad City. That's the, the Quad City DJs. No, the well, they are also a Quad. There's a lot of Quads, and who would have thought that there were this many Quads out there? And they rule college basketball. Hence, why they're the king of the mountain. I have I been you're talking about the Quad City DJs. No, in Davenport, Iowa, they are known as Quad City, uh, which I assume this is where all of the computers and the metrics are coming. I, I try to figure out where it's coming from, and I you've I've,
0: lost me already. Okay, Davenport,
1: Iowa is yes. Quad City. City. Why? That's just what they call themselves. That's where the algorithm is based? And that's where I assume the algorithm is. Because in college basketball, if you get online or talk to anyone about resumes right now, all you hear is Quad 1, Quad 4, Quad 2. This was a Quad 3 win, but now it's, now quad, it's quad, e, quad 2. E
0: green, 30 point
1: quad Green, 30-point game. quad e Green had 30 points. points he he, he is the chosen one. <laughs> he was promised. And all that to say, and the reason they're the king of my mountain is because the numbers, the, the, the quads, have all come together and they have an agenda. And not only do they have the agenda, they have a ruling hand in the outcome, so they suspect. <laughs> not that the committee cares about any of these quads, yet they're yelling. Where are you going with this? I'm, I'm, I'm going to that the king of the mountain is the, the numbers. The numbers have won. The numbers have lied. To many. Can I offer the numbers, my theory on the numbers on, have won? Shout out to Davenport, Iowa, aka Quad City. Can I offer my yeah. uh
0: my thoughts on where this is coming from? Yeah, where's it coming from? Does it have anything to do with Carolina being on the? <laughs> and you're, it's it's uh, you're, coming, you're lost in
1: the you're lost in the weeds of uh it's coming. Resumes? I I first of all I hate the bubble. Can we get blind resume? Like when, no, when what happened to blind? I haven't resumes seen a blind resume in years. <laughs> and all I hear is quads. I'm ta- that's what I'm too saying. too much quads. Ru- we need more blind resumes. The ruling hand, the guiding hand. To quads.
0: This is the problem too with if we even get blind resumes in 2022, it's yes. going to be a lot of like this team has four quad 1 wins. Yes, this one team, in seven quad 1 this wins. This is their net ranking. Get that yes. out of here. Yes. We got to bring back the All right, this is a a 21 and 10 team that has yeah. To
1: I, explain how dumb this is, on Saturday morning this this past Saturday, I woke up. North Carolina had zero quad one wins. Zero. <laughs> Sunday morning, I woke <laughs> up. I woke up. North Carolina had two quad one wins. They didn't play. The, no, they, so did they did play. They, they they beat Virginia Tech. Okay. They woke. I woke up on Sunday. Had two quad one wins. Jawan Howard swipes at someone. I wake up on Monday morning. North Carolina has one quad one <laughs> I I don't know what Davenport, Iowa knows. I don't know what the quads know but all i know is that the numbers are changing too much and, the, is, and we cannot this cannot be the guiding hand. I've,
0: I've identified the problem jim it's that <laughs> tate uh tate's enemy right now doesn't have a face yes it's, it's like the algorithm and the quads and yeah you, it can't make sense of don Cheadle is basically yeah. the only
1: thing i have in my mind as to who is in davenport iowa doing this. that's
0: why it's confused if, if
1: if you know uh uh give me coach k if coach k was doing this or even if Condoleezza if there was-Condoleezza Rice was yes. say it sat down and was yes. like
0: interviewing with CBS and was like, North yes. Carolina is not in the tournament. Here's why. Here's why. Mm-hmm. That feels familiar to you. Cause then you can be like, what does Condoleezza Rice know? And like you can get and, upset it, about it. And what is it. her bias? Yes. 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 Let me let me <laughs> let me take that and dig into it. The algorithm and the quads, you can't make sense of it. No. You can't no, suss no. it all out. No. So you're just like, yeah, there's no one you can point to. And, and say, I've a, hey,
1: and I've yeah. asked this. Sh- you know, whatever I did. You know, calculus or anything. My teacher would say, "Show your work." Show your work. <laughs> show your work. And all I ask for the quads is to show me your work, give me the numbers, release the tapes, and then I'll get off it. King of the mountain. Yeah, uh, the the algorithms. algorithms.
0: Yes. All right. I'll, shout out to the algorithms. Uh, I went with a more straightforward. <laughs> <thing for me. laughs> I went with Arizona coach Tommy Lloyd. Yeah, coach of the year. Who is uh, he? Is the runaway national coach of the year? You said you, there are other guys in the conversation. Would you like to go through them quickly so we can? Just throwing them in the conversation that we never have to talk about them. Again.
1: I mean, the only one I care about is Ed Cooley. So Ed, Ed Cooley, in Cooley
0: belongs in the conversation. I think yes. Mark Adams certainly belongs in the conversation. Yep, Texas Tech. I think Steve Forbes belongs in the conversation. Sure. I think Bruce Pearl, even though I'm not a fan, belongs in the conversation. Yeah, sure. I'm an unbiased
1: journalist. Coach K belongs in the conversation.
0: Coach K definitely belongs in the conversation.
1: I've uh, seen a lot of uh, people recently push Coach K as uh, not anyone. It was like radio people in North Carolina. Coach K, Coach of the Year And they What about?
0: well uh, duh uh, yes are, we, are, are you serious mm-hmm. of course it's coach there uh, Kelvin Sampson's another one I think deserves a shout out for. yeah though, a lot of injuries uh, they dealt yeah, with yeah yeah, it, yeah. It hit a lot of
1: maybe even you know, Scott Drew Scott Drew I'd throw him in there we
0: hit every coach we got the whole <laughs> top 20 buck. uh what if Coach K goes to the Lakers I just thought
1: about that oh yeah that's my that's the what move
0: what if that fire Frank
1: Vogel hire Coach K I don't know something to think about
0: uh but Tommy Lloyd Tommy Lloyd's gonna win I'm gonna tell you why uh Arizona is the number two team in the country right now. Yes, two. jumped Auburn. It is Tuesday. It's two, two, yeah. two, two, Tuesday. Um, they are basically the exact same team as last year. They lost James Akinjo, who is maybe ish the best player on Baylor. Yeah, if not he's, he's.
1: in the conversation, <laughs> he's in the conversation. He's one he's one a one b. Yeah.
0: Um, he was the best player on Arizona last year. They lose their best player uh they bring in a bunch of uh, bench guys which i don't mean to diminish them because they do have a, they do have good bench players so i'm not like dismissing that part of it and they they are integral to how good they are but it's just a highlight that like all five starters on arizona were on the team last year this yeah is, this was a group that sean miller had granted kirk creesa was not cleared to play until february but point stands um this is the Sean Miller had this team. They went 17 and 9. They missed the tournament cuz of self-imposed ban. I think they probably would have made the tournament, but it was not a team that you watched last year and was, was like this is it wasn't inspiring. This, no. It was not an inspiring team. Tommy Lloyd has not only it's not only that he's he's figured out that he's on the cusp of winning the Pac-12 in his first year, which is not unheard of. It's not unprecedented for a guy to fill in for a fired coach and, and win a major conference, but it's noteworthy when it happens. It's like, damn, that's especially really hard coming to do.
1: off a UCLA Final Four.
0: Yes, yes, and UCLA was arguably the the, the, the best team in the country. They were the kings out. of the conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So for for him to basically take the same core, he's now he he hasn't clinched the Pac-12. They're they're about a week away. I'd say. I think like next week, next Tuesday, they play USC. That's kind of assuming they win their games before then. They can clinch it next Tuesday. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's not that he's just doing that. It's how he's done it. Um, it's that when you watch it, Arizona, to me, has become the most fun team in the country to watch. I, I felt that way for most of the season. Yeah. I, I Watching Kirk Crease again uh, against Oregon on Saturday night, uh, hits the big shot at the minute and a half left. After the game, he takes off his wrist tape, throws it to Jay Billis. Um, leading up to the game, someone asked him. I saw I saw clips. Someone asked him about college game day being there, and he was like, "I have no idea. I had no idea what that was. I, you know, but it seems yeah. pretty cool." Yeah, you know? he's like, "I'm excited." His whole attitude. He he, I I I wouldn't fault anybody for hating him, you know, because he checks all the boxes of a guy in college basketball that people would hate. I don't hate him. I love him. I love him so much. Yeah, and, uh, watching him play with that confidence, it's like it's like having him in the fold all season and having Tommy Lloyd like encourage that. All these dudes across the board, like like Mathurin has has took it a massive jump this year. He's taken yeah, a yeah. massive jump. Uh Dalen Terry's a guy that was like a uh, he's still technically like a role dude, but last year he was just like really a role dude. And this year he's like stepped up in the conversation for actually the best player on the team. He's definitely the fan favorite. I think Arizona fans go nuts for that. I mean, match. it's
1: amazing to have Kerr and Terry. We've talked about that on yeah. the back of their jerseys. And Tommy Lloyd just got Arizona basketball. Yeah, And that's always good when whoever the coach is seems to have a respect and a Reverence for what it is, and also knows how to run it the yeah. right way. Yeah,
0: uh, has turned into one of the best defenders in the. If, if yeah. not for Walker Kessler, we might be arguing that he is the best defender in the country. Um, and it'll it, be a great way. He's just in like instilled confidence in all these dudes and made them so fun to watch across the board. Uh, I, I, i he's my king of the mountain because he, he has the most not only the most fun team in the country, but he might have the best team in the country, and uh, he has a team that's probably going to win the Pac-12. What yeah. can possibly go wrong? <laughs> so there you go. That's my pick.
1: And they're not cursed anymore because I think the Sean Miller, you know, whatever that was, where it just felt like they had a ceiling. It now feels like Arizona yeah. could win yeah. the title. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when Sean was there, even when DeAndre Aiden, who's obviously the number one pick, it felt like there's no way they're actually going to win. Anything.
0: There's, a, there's a funk around the... There's the,
1: just yeah. something off here. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't think it's... I'm not blaming Sean. I just... Whatever it was, it was there. We all We all knew it was there. Tommy Lloyd, it was a breath of fresh air and it's real and it's gotten so good and he's done so well that people are now looking back and saying, was this guy really like the engine of Gonzaga? You know, yeah. that's yeah, how yeah, good yeah. he's What been.
0: if, what if, and, and not, like yeah. that's not What, if, true, what has Gonzaga done but, since he's been gone? Exactly. <laughs> What's that? Number
1: one. Hey, no. but it sounds good because he, Wait, he but, hold on, completely hold on. changed the culture.
0: They didn't lose the game last year until the national championship. Yeah. They've lost two already.
1: Oh yeah. Without Tommy Lloyd. Without Tommy Lloyd. What do you think? He would have stopped Alabama. Uh, All right. Should we talk about Jawan Howard? Yeah, let's do it. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Without added security, you might as well give away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, computers, tablets, phones, even your TV streaming devices, whether you're at home or in public Don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com slash Titus and use promotional code Titus and claim your 70% savings today. That's IPVanish.com slash Titus. And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be
0: rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like cashback match, for instance. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year, Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.
1: Dell's President's Day event has finally arrived, and we are honoring you. For the artists and gaming fans out there, it's time to get more into what you're passionate about. For a limited time, save up to $250 on select Alienware and XPS computers powered by Intel Core processors. But the deals don't stop there. Take advantage of special pricing on monitors, docks, mice and other accessories. These offers won't last, so start your upgrade today by visiting dell.com/presidentsday or by calling 800 by Dell. That's 800 BUY Dell. Again, the number to call is 800 by Dell. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Back to Titus and Tate. All
0: right, should we talk about Jamon Howard? Yeah, let's do it.
1: What is there to talk about, I guess, that hasn't already been said a million Ooh. times? Um <laughs> I think what we have what to do- say, what's the one thing that hasn't been said? The melee in Madison that is the one thing that has not been Jim said. It up in caps, yeah, I, that's is that where we're
0: going with? the melee the what about Madison melee No. no that, sounds sounds, that sounds like, like a, a girl porn, that, went that sounds to like a porn star me the melee in Madison makes it a more sense. yeah uh what uh what's your take who who's wrong? who's the one person that's most default who uh
1: <laughs> man, we're you know this is like uh this is the after school version of this, but like. We're all losers in this situation. You know what I mean? We really are. Um what, so I'll I'll
0: uh, I'll help you out. I'll, yeah, I'll walk through I'll walk through my yeah. uh we'll get to my real thoughts in a second, but I'll just walk through like the timeline for me because I was I was at the Daytona five hundred with mm-hmm. my father uh all week and we were we were there basically at the track for every single day. I don't remember what well, it happened on Sunday, right? Yes. The game was on Sunday. Um so yeah, the the, the Daytona five hundred is going on. It it just started. Um, I, I'm getting spotty service at the track because you know, you go to a, sport, yeah, you know, with a lot of, of people, it jams the signals, all that stuff. Um, and then all of a sudden, a text comes through from you and it just says RIP to one hour. I think it was praying hands emoji or something. You're we like praying for you, buddy. Or I hope this works out. Uh, I was like I what? like the guy, yeah, yeah, and I like him, yeah. So, uh I get that. T- I'm like, what the hell is Tate talking about? Yeah, and I, yeah. I get online and I see, and I initially just saw the, the finger in the face, like the, 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 the guard handshake, the elbow grab, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Juwan Howard kind of grabbed his shirt, <laughs> put a finger in his face and like, don't touch me. Yeah. I saw like that part of it. Cause again, the like the first part, the video not loading fully and it's, you know, I'm seeing the wheel spinning at to load and all that. And I was like, like, that's pretty bad. Like that's pretty, like he put his finger in his face. I'm sure we're going to talk about it on the show. That's, that seems pretty, you know, like but i i don't think that's you know r.i.p where <laughs> that seems to be a bit of an exaggeration <laughs> and then like 10 minutes later more texts start coming through from yeah. like other people that are like oh my god jawan howard and i'm like are we talking about the same thing so then i i watched the video and uh my initial reaction was he's getting fired i, I i'm i not saying what i think should have happened i'm telling you my initial reaction like i was like oh my god tate's right r.i.p jawan howard he's going to be fired yeah this is crazy yeah this is absolutely crazy and what i what i took away like what became interesting to me as the days you know where this is a full what are we four over 48 hours now from you know, yeah we yeah. are literally the last people to chime in on this <laughs> um what became interesting to me as it started to unfold was just the 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 not necessarily the down plane but just kind of the like the muddying of the waters of everything yeah where my initial reaction was like we can we can discuss like how we got there and who was at fault and should Greg Gard have called timeout, just grabbed him on the show, whatever, whatever. But let's start at a point where the head basketball coach of the Michigan Wolverines throwing hands at an assistant coach. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. That is actually insane. That does not happen all the time. This is not a regular occurrence. Do not point to like other events. That have happened in college basketball history and like you see people like going back to like john Chaney saying i'll kill you to like you know going all the way back to like these mu- this is this to me was like semi-unprecedented this this was like blew my mind like this is this does not happen yeah, yeah. however we got here this does not happen so let's like start th- that's why my mind immediately <laughs> went to like he's getting fired because yeah, yeah this yeah. is not a normal occurrence of course even the thing that happened last year with maryland and mark turgeon when a, Funny enough, I think the, the, the rumor, the he, he, Maryland people said he supposedly said, "I'll kill you <laughs> to Mark Turgeon as well." Um, the John Cheney line. even when even like that happened, it still had like a sense of, you know, the, the, this is just jawing. there's just two yeah. jawing at each other. The moment it gets like actually physical, that is that is to me unprecedented. Now we can, we can, we can start there and then discuss like, who's at fault, how we got here all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. but what was insane to me was that like we couldn't even start there. Like there were they, like it felt like the conversation and this is I, I guess an indictment of Twitter and like why you never go online when something happens, but I, I was I, I was like blown away at people like just shrugging it off as like is, are, are we sure this is even that big of a deal? Yeah, it, 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 I don't know I, th- that that like shocked me that people um, weren't shocked I guess that like of course you know yeah. you touch a guy he's gonna throw it. I'm like the head coach of Michigan.
1: Yeah, that and punching that, a dude. Well, and or, that, sorry,
0: slapping a dude or whatever, swiping, swiping whatever
1: you want to call it. I think that was the. Uh, that's why you know when I saw it, I I was watching the game and my dad was watching the game, and my dad is a coach. And my dad texted me like, you know, DeJuan, how- DeJuan Howard is heated, you know. So we're watching the end of this game. Guard calls a timeout. I see how heated he is. What guard did calling a timeout is. Bush League, you know what I mean? Like I, I, am watching this live. I understand the frustration, and when it happens live, like I, literally, when I saw Jawan Howard, I was like, he's gonna just blow by him, you know? The, Which it, we, we've him. seen, Jamie Dixon is the king of the blow by. Like when you, you've seen. Like, I remember one time... Roy Williams- Tom
0: Crean's a good, good, good blow-by guy. Good
1: blow-by guy. Great blow-by guy. Roy stopped Jamie Dixon one time, and I thought Jamie Dixon was going to bite his head off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- that is a classic coach Rick move. Barnes does the blow-by to, to, to Roy, too, right? Yeah, a lot of blow-by guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's top five blow-by guys. <laughs> Go. It's a move. It's a move. Juwan was on the path of a blow-by, and the rules of engagement... You mentioned John Cheney. What are the rules of engagement? You can say anything to me. Yes. You can call me anything in the book. Yes. And I can call and vice versa. We can say anything. Yes. But as soon as somebody touches touches somebody, Don't touch me, bro. The all bets are off. Right. And when Greg Gard grabs him, but Jawan Howard immediately went to school. This is like, you know, grade yard behavior, right? This is and what you just said is 100 percent correct. You can have that mentality, and I get it. it's it's like you touch me, all bets are off. You put your hands on me, we're having a different conversation. But at the same time, you're a Michigan man. Yes. Quotes, you're a Michigan man. You're a leader of young men. Greg Gard, you're also a leader of young men. You like having your assistant coach run up and and then a guy doing a suck it. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's not leadership. You know what I mean? Like both of these guys are not doing what it's supposed to be, which is lead and set an example. And that was like the worst part about all of this. And then all of the aftermath, as you said, trying to – Trying to push it aside because we like Jawan Howard. I like Jawan Howard too. I get it. We don't want to, you know, have a guy that's such a great ambassador for college basketball. Yeah. have this on his record. Da 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 right. da. But it also doesn't address the problem of the of the leadership void. Someone Which someone has to, to be the bigger man here. Yeah. In the press conference, the worst part to me was the press conference after the fact, dude. To be honest with you, oh my god, who let him that, up there? That was not leadership. Why would that's oh not leadership? God. That's not leadership. And Greg Gard, that's not leadership.
0: And Jawan Howard's apology to all the Michigan people. <laughs> no, he apologized to one person at Wisconsin, and it was Joel Kravynoff. He yeah. misspelled Joe Krabinoff's name.
1: <laughs> but that's tough. At the end of the day, that guy Krabinoff or whatever. Yeah. Like you know how it works. Like managers talk to managers. You know, everybody talks to everyone at their level. You know, strength guy talks to strength guy. Like you know what I mean? Like he he's punching up his weight, which I think that's why Jawan snapped. Honestly, on but, him because he was specifically he's already snapped. But then like there's someone who you're like he's. It was just like a lot of uh just moments that you're just like wow that's that's out of line. But then the reaction is you is you not can't do you that. can't defend you it. Can't do that. You cannot like that's what, that's he where I was in the right. But the yes. the action was so far from the right that now all of that is you throw it out. That's exactly
0: where you know? I arrived with it. I was like, I will listen to any argument as to like how he got here and how he felt like you know grab the guard was aggressive, which yeah, and, and for the guard part of it, I I think if if you had a time if you had a chance to freeze time and everyone just freezes and you pull Greg guard aside and you're like. Hey, Greg, just FYI, you're about to shake hands with Jawan Howard. He is, it, he's not like kind of a, he's not like rolling his eye. When you call out. he wasn't just like, come on, man, you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, shucks. This man is pissed. This man is heated. <laughs> yeah. He hates you. Yeah. FYI. Okay, yeah. play. <laughs> I don't think Greg Gard would touch him. I, th- yeah, I think yeah. Greg Gard thought he was going, he was walking into a situation where Juan was like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing? And then Greg Gard would be like, listen, man. And like, I, I think yeah. that's how he saw it play out in his head was like, come on, bro.
1: Yeah, no. But no. really
0: what was playing out was like Jawan Howard was, piping mad um
1: he, but but he no he matter was already how, over the line yes and then his suit like all he needed he lit the final match and boom
0: but whatever it however you got there you just you, you can't simply, do that. there's you, you can't do that
1: and it's, if, I, it's if, if i was inexcusable if i was Jawan howard like if i was a, his team of people i would have a conversation with him and say you should get ahead of this you should go back to the nba because that administration, the academic side of Michigan... Great point. They're going to find something on him Great and point, get rid of him. The, when the, when Which is unfortunate because I like Juwan Howard a lot, but I think <laughs> that he needs to get ahead of it. That's all Wait, I'm
0: saying. I, I actually kind of agree with you because I... I when all when something like this happens your mind immediately goes to the sports part of it and the the um you know like what will the, the athletic, mission, what athletic director, director yeah. what will the athletic director do he what doesn't are the care. boosters yeah i yeah, do don't mean? care but there michigan is is a is a place that prides itself as like a public ivy level school and yeah when you have this guy is is one of a michigan places. man he's a michigan something. man yeah. alongside jim harbaugh they have two michigan men as their head coaches um and you represent something at a higher level. I don't. I don't think he's going to live this down. I really don't. And I. And that might be the Buckeye and me talking. That like I know Ohio State fans aren't going to let him live it down. Yeah. But I don't. You know how much that matters to Jawan Howard and the University of Michigan. That's their prerogative and they can decide. But I don't see a world like if Jawan Howard's coaching at Michigan in ten years, he's going to come out. You know, to to the, uh, an opposing crowd, he's going to play at North Carolina for the first time since yeah. this happened. And Carolina fans are going to just have signs up about him punching people or, you know, slapping coaches. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really do think that this is going to follow him forever. I, I do think it's that severe. And the people that are, are are listening to this or watching this and rolling your eyes and you're like, that's dramatic. Again, this doesn't happen. Yeah. A coach of that caliber at that level d- d- does not do this. This is insane. This is crazy.
1: So, and and, and um, at the NBA level, at the pro level, they don't have handshake lines for this right. reason. Because if Isaiah Tom, Let, Let's, for example... The, Isaiah, the most famous walk-off, if Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer are walking by the Bulls bench, and let's say Bill Cartwright grabs Isaiah. Isaiah's hand, Isaiah would have literally choked him. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's an understanding of that, which I think you're right. Maybe Greg Gard didn't understand like, in the heat of the battle. Yes. But that is why they are they don't have handshake lines at that level, and which is why I think that Jawan Howard might be more built for that which I've always thought he was more of an NBA coach than a college coach, anyway, and I yeah. think he would agree with that. So maybe this is the you know sometimes you have the things happen to you in life, and you're like, I I needed something to kind of kick me into yeah. this course. Yeah, I, maybe this is that. Take
0: a me. take a long hard look at the mirror. And, yeah. and I mean, for what it's worth, like, is there any evidence that do we? Why why should anyone believe that like moving forward, Jawan Howard is going to get better and calm down more? Like this is this wasn't yes. an isolated incident either. So um again whatever leads to these moments i you know even even if Jawan howard is in the right for which i don't think he is in this case i want to make that very clear by the way yeah yeah. howard is 100 percent in the wrong yeah Greg Gard actually i don't think really did much anything but um even if even if you want to you're someone who sees it at that point of view the fact that he finds himself in these positions at at, at more often than than anyone there's not a coach of of high major college basketball that was slapping an opposing assistant coach. Um yeah, I I I'm kind of with you. Like if I'm Juwan Howard, I'm like I, I, why w- this system, whatever this is. Yeah. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if this is for me. I don't,
1: I, know. I, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm, I'm built, built for yeah. this. That that you have to carry a certain as Tom Izzo, you saw him talking about. It, you know what I mean? Like when you're supposed to be the grown-up in the room at all times. And that's not always the case in a professional environment, right? I mean, Sometimes the coach goes that's a little the, crazy. That's the and... state
0: of college sports today. Is that we can't fully uh, define what it is? Is it is it amateur sports? Is yeah. it professional sports? Is it somewhere in between? There are people that believe, especially old school dudes like a Tom Izzo, are are this is an amateur enterprise, and the whole purpose of this, the whole reason we're playing basketball, it's to teach, is to teach these kids. Yeah. Which sounds hacky, and I understand. Like we make fun of Cal for calling him his kid, like all. But like that's what that's what these guys believe is like this is why you're here then there's the new wave of coaches that are like to hell with all that that old model we we all know that's garbage the, the name image likeness exists now these guys, <laughs> these kids are trying to get to the league this is a professional setting these are not kids they're all 18 and older why are we calling them kids they're yeah. professionals let's act like profe- let's let's treat this like the nba and as long as there's that divide um i i, I think you do see different things and when you see something like this you see Guys like me who are more wired to be old school, surprise, surprise to anybody that's listening to the show, I do long for like a coach that's like, you know, my purpose here is to like mold the young men and be the leader and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Other people see it differently. And and I think as long as that's the case in college sports, we're always going to have like debates when stuff like this happens, which is which, which, that that was the thing that stood out to me. It was like we couldn't even define what it was like. It, it felt like the, the the discussion around it. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Which is leadership.
1: It's crazy. There, There's no leadership in college sports. There's no, there's no person that takes any accountability. Everything is somebody else's fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yes. that, and that <laughs> is the, that is the, I don't know where that comes from, but eventually someone has to take ownership and say, Hey, I screwed up. You screw up. We all screw up. But at the end of the day, we have to set a good example because that is the point. These are young people. Right that are impressionable Which is when you why act a certain way they follow the behavior like I do it's I, a real responsibility
0: again not going to surprise anybody i yeah. am firmly on the pro handshake line train by the way and i don't <laughs> Yeah, that, that's insane to me too is I, that i
1: think college sports should have a handshake line i think pro sports shouldn't i mean it, I, I it's don't, the difference between the two
0: i don't I, I didn't understand how we we have a system that has worked forever <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the, you know and Jawan howard is the like the, the there, there was a, a a dust up with Michigan at Rutgers, you mm-hmm. know, when 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 they lost at Rutgers for the first time ever. Um, the the system has worked, and now for whatever reason, again, I'm not saying you know I I'm not yeah. pretending that there aren't other factors, but like for whatever reason, this keeps happening with or it's happened more than once with Michigan. Why then do we destroy the entire system? Yeah, yeah. And
1: why do we say the system's the problem and not like? Because again, someone but, someone has no one wants to take ownership. No one, yeah. of the blame.
0: Uh, yeah. Can I can I make the case for Greg Gard not being in the wrong at all? By the way? <laughs> sure. I, I want to do this because this this leads to like the real point I want to make, which is that this all goes towards the Wisconsin walk-ons being thrown to the wolves, and I felt very passionate about this. That the uh, I, I was getting like PTSD watching the walk-ons being pressed by Michigan. I was
1: like. <laughs> yeah that that was a little ridiculous
0: um so guard guard basically calls two timeouts in the final minute one of them was a substitution timeout like like so what what i wanted this is the exercise i want to do now i i was watching the last i watched the last like two minutes trying to find the part that stood out to me is like whoa you can't do that and i kept waiting for the part that greg guard did something where i was like oh come on dude you can't do that and even the timeout wasn't bad because i'm going to explain why um he he calls the first timeout because he just does the substitution thing, which is totally normal. You, he, he goes like this. There's like an actual hand signal, and this the refs start doing it too. They sub guy, they sub out all the starters. Um, that one wasn't even really a timeout. No one, no one congregates, whatever. Uh, and then so the walk-ons come in the game. Jawan Howard starts pressing. Uh the 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 one moment when there's 15 seconds left is like the one that everyone latched on to. But there there the first moment, the very first action that the, the it wasn't all walk-ons. I think there's like three walk-ons and two guys that are just into the bench dudes. Um, the first action was one of the walk-ons gets the ball across the 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 half-court line. And you look at the clock, there's a two-second differential. And in in a in some worlds, the, very easily Greg Gard could have told his guys, let the shot clock go off. There'll be two seconds left. Let Michigan throw it in. That's game over. That's what it is. Other coaches are like, if there's enough time on the shot clock, get the shot up, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, this, this, the, the, the terms were dictated. Um, one of the walk-ons tries to throw a pass the other walk-on. Michigan's starting point guard, Devontae Jones, intercepts it, uh, goes in and lays it in. And at that point, to me, if I'm a walk-on, I'm, I, th- this has happened to me before when I would come into games with a minute left and guys are going – you have starters like, busting their ass against you. And you're like, come on, bro. So like, that, that was one thing that stood out, but yeah, I was like, yeah. whatever. It is an isolated incident. Then he makes the basket, and they're pressing – and, uh, Which Jawan
1: said wasn't oppressed, but it was definitely impressed 100
0: percent oppressed. Yeah, they're trapping. Uh, the dude Carter Higginbottom, the the walk on point guard for Wisconsin, is now in a position. This man has has played in two games since December fourth, eight, for a grand total of one minute. How is that possible? Because he had a zero plus trillion. Yeah. Then another game he played in one minute. He's gotten like very, very little action. He's thrown into a situation where Michigan's starting point guard is now pressing him with 15 <laughs> seconds left. He loses his shoe. The ball goes out of bounds. There's four seconds left. And I think what Greg Gard, uh, you know, I can let him speak for himself, but like what I was thinking as I was watching this is of course you call timeout because your walk ons are shitting their pants. Like these dudes don't get in the game ever. They, they the, the other dude, uh, Justin Taphorn, who um, was the guy who threw the first pass away, They got yeah, yeah. W- yeah. You know? He hadn't played in the game since Marquette on December 4th. He has not played in any game. Zero game. Got, got no action until that game. Now all of a sudden, he's got starters pressing him. So I think Greg Gard was like, all right, I got these group of guys that have never practiced a press break because why would we Pre- practice a press break? Mm-hmm. They have four seconds to get the ball across the line. I I don't want them to just, you know, I don't yeah. want their only action to be turning it over every time they touch the ball and getting owned and getting roasted, you know? That's how I saw it. I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, I commend that because uh, I I had flashbacks to the 2008 nit. We were playing Dayton. Uh, I get in the game in the final minute. I catch the ball in the backcourt and Dayton is pressing. And I was like, I am getting rid of this shit immediately. It, it was it was a blow. It was the same situation. We're up like 15. I was like, what are we doing pressing? And uh, I would have loved it if Coach Mata called timeout. I would have gone to the timeout and I would have been like, thank God you did that because yeah, I not I, do I don't, that. I want no part of this.
1: Yeah, and this is a nightmare situation. Jawan was very frustrated from what had happened in the game you know what i mean which is like the definition of being a bad sport
0: yeah and and when when guard <laughs> called the timeout too i noticed yeah. like guard guard wasn't even it wasn't like he was retaliating to Jawan pressing it wasn't in like oh you're gonna press well suck on this bitch i'm gonna call time he was just like i'm gonna call timeout because my walk-ons are in over their head and i want to help them out a little bit
1: uh, yeah and that's just how Jawan took it yeah i mean Jawan
0: took it that way and then it exploded so anyway that that was my perspective and i i have as is the case with literally everything in this world, everyone has a different point of view. But that's yeah. Uh, I I kept watching it. I was like, I don't know, man. I I don't really see anything that Greg Gard did wrong until the elbow grab. And even then, again, I I I would work off the assumption that Greg Gard thought Juwan was just kind of annoyed and not like <laughs> yeah. Piping hot, mad.
1: Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think anyone anyway. would have suspected that it would escalate that quickly. In fact, I mean, even on the broadcast, it was try, They were trying to cut away to the golf tournament. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then that was
0: hilarious. They were like, "Wait, a- whoa, that was
1: whoa. hilarious." Whoa. whoa. <laughs> did
0: they say melee and Madison. I think they is that is that a Jim Cunningham yeah, special? I, yeah,
1: I think that. I think that Jim. Someone had a sign that said melee and Madison.
0: Um. The other thing I thought after the dust settled. Yeah. I thought, man. Silvio de Sosa.
1: Sucks. Poor that. guy, man. Picked up a chair.
0: Picked up a chair and set it down. Got twelve game suspension. Yeah. Juwan Howard. Swipes. <laughs> threw hands. Threw some swipes. Five games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I we gotta figure out what to call it. Cause it really is. It was like a it was like a face I don't even know. I don't even know. It was like a smother, it was a smothering
0: to that point of we can't even define what it is. I I saw a clip of a I saw J J was Redick was talking about Zion. So like he was he was in the news I guess today whatever you want to call. It. Uh, so I click on something and it leads to a different clip of him and Stephen A. talking about the the incident. Yeah the, melee, yeah, the melee Madison. Um, and and Stephen A. was like, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but he he was like, let's start with he goes, you know whether it was a punch, a slap, whatever you want to call it, we'll just say this because I think we can agree on this. It was a swing. Like he took a swing at a coach and then JJ was like, was it a swing? And I I just started calculating. I was like, that's where we're at with like everything. Yeah,
1: everything's debatable.
0: Are we even sure it was Jawan Howard? Yeah, yeah. Did he even touch? Yeah. It was a strike. (laughs) That was was so funny to me, but thoughts and prayers to Sylvia DeSosa. Also, uh,
1: thoughts and prayers to the brotherhood because JJ, I know. I mean, I could never imagine a Carolina guy Going on national TV and calling out another Carolina player. But that's the difference between the brotherhood and the, the family. Carolina way? No, the family. The family. That we family. Call them. That's what Dean Smith. Boston prayers prayers uh, to,
0: I feel, you know, who I feel bad for too is like the Michigan, the real Michigan men. The guy, the, the Michigan, <laughs> the, the, um, I, when Urban Meyer was a coach at Ohio State and it was becoming increasingly clear that he wasn't the greatest human being. Yeah and ohio state was winning a lot of football games i remember like just the internal struggle of like this is cool that we're winning but like the part of me that graduated from this university and has a ton of pride in this university yeah god i do not love that every time i meet someone on a street or i'm traveling somewhere they like they find urban out Meier. i went to ohio state and they're like oh yeah Urban Meyer, yeah you're the you're the school that does you know dirtbag sucks stuff. Yeah. yeah yeah you're the dirtbag school <laughs> so you're uh like, no, that's Arizona. I, I mean that genuinely yeah. i i live that with with urban meyer i uh I, you know we lived that with the the tattoo yeah. gate like i don't know there's a lot of a lot of incidents with Ohio State it sucks you lived it with the uh the oh i've the lived the academic scandal all lived that. it i really do feel bad for the alums that are like man because they're there i'm sure there are a lot of michigan alums that are like i don't want this man coaching our team anymore that's right that's what i was and saying I he's got to get out of there i don't think he should be fired that's not my decision to make because the, the, the other point i'll say and, and we can shut up and get because nobody actually cares
1: um The
0: the the false equivalencies of like if I did this at my job I would be fired immediately and if any other coach none of that matters it doesn't matter what what would happen at your job it doesn't matter (laughs) if if LeBron did this in a game if he would be cut from the team or so what matters is is what Michigan wants to do with Juwan Howard that's their decision you know like all of us I guess you can kind of like think like if if my coach did this here's what I would want to have happen but um, I don't I don't think there is like a standard template for like how this should be you know what i mean yeah like i don't think that's how it works. there's there's a lot of external factors like it, it's stupid but he went to the lead eight last year and he's still like early in his tenure in michigan that mattered yeah if he'd been at michigan for 12 years and you know missed the tournament more often than he made it he's probably fired but he hasn't and like
1: has a number, number one recruiting
0: class yeah there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. and the political part of it of like he's he's a former player of the most famous team they've ever had and like if you if you fire him what does that mean for the fallout of like what are boot? there's a lot that goes into it and that's michigan's decision to make and i'm sure there are some people that are like i wish he wasn't our coach anymore and those people i feel bad because that's a fight you're just not gonna win i guess yeah you're not gonna win that. you're not gonna win it and that's, yeah. a, that, that's a that's an awful position to be in to be like i i expect more out of our guy but i can't say that because all of the michigan fans in my search you know if, yeah. you're, if you're like the one Michigan fan of the descending opinion, you know, all your Michigan bros are texting you and you're like, "We got to defend our guy. And you're like, I don't know, man, do we? Yeah. That and sucks to be that guy in the group. It was the
1: know. one time I felt good about Hubert Davis, thanking John Calipari for kicking his ass. <laughs> you know,
0: one thing I'll say about Hubert Davis, he will hundred yeah, percent not swipe at anybody. He's a good sport. <laughs> he's a great sport. <laughs> Almost too good of a sport. Yeah.
1: I wish he was less of a good sport, but you know, it works, hilarious.
0: Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. Shoutouts, closeout. Uh,
1: I want to shout out Michael Jordan um, for two reasons. One, the Daytona 500, the Michael Jordan Racing Team, uh, yeah. twenty three Racing Team, almost got it done at Daytona. Almost did it. Bubba Wallace finishes in second. Almost. Uh, you know, we. I want to hear your stories about that, but I wanted to shout that out. And then also shout out to him for flying from Daytona up to Cleveland to be there for the seventy five uh, NBA seventy five anniversary. A mm-hmm. uh, little special that they that they did, and the reason why I had to shout him out was because Michael Jordan literally went there to play one on one against whoever wanted to play. And uh, Michael Jordan is the best in my opinion, and one of my favorite people because he's like a psycho in that sense, and he literally wants to compete at all times. He wanted to play one on one against Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. He was feeling up every player that was young, like literally feel like feeling them up to touching. see if they were in shape. Yeah. To literally like he was like, who can I take on tonight? He literally Giannis was the only person that came and met him, got his respect. He looked at him dead in the eye. I saw him try to tackle Luca. Like, oh no, he, he was feeling him up. He was like, is he in shape? <laughs> like, what's that body yeah, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. He's like, exactly. He really wanted to play these guys. And I think he he thinks he could beat them one on one. That's so. uh, shout out to him. That's the fix to the all-star game.
0: Uh is or not the all-star, the, the day before for because that was the worst dunk contest of all time yeah was, uh, what about all those old dudes they just play they play an all-star game
1: here's what i think get rid of the dunk contest get rid of all of that skills challenge everything one-on-one full court
0: with michael jordan
1: with ver yeah michael but what, jordan one-on-one one
0: full court with uh, with the
1: best players in math let's figure out who yeah. the best player is yeah. let's watch Giannis play Jokic one-on-one full court yeah that would I be would, sick
0: I, the, the, you just can't incentivize it they're not going to care ever no
1: we'll give you a hundred million dollars
0: <laughs> get the Saudi Arabia Golf League <laughs>
1: <laughs> just say it's in Bitcoin <laughs> Giannis versus Phil Mickelson <laughs> man poor Phil that guy like to, poor to oh, just ruin your oh, brand in yeah. a day like what, what an idiotic thing it was like how can yeah, I ruin my yeah, brand in yeah. 25 minutes bang
0: yeah i'm the most likable guy ever how do i just
1: see i never vote? liked phil i'm a tiger guy so i i it it was exact. it was like a duke thing you know it was kind of like when christian leitner comes out and they're like this guy evades taxes you're like checks out you know <laughs> like that's who i thought he was uh what do i want to shout? i want to shout out daytona i, oh, I had a great
0: time in daytona yeah. uh do you want my recap yeah i do uh oh,
1: <laughs> look at that coach titus
0: here's a picture of my father who uh was uh I, I snapped this. He didn't know I took this. He he's probably watching this. He's probably watching our live stream right now and losing his mind. <laughs> but this was uh it was a father-son trip, Tate. It. it was uh yeah. um it it was my my dad's been having some health issues. Uh it was a it, company men trip. It was also. a company yeah. men trip. He he's had health issues in the past year or so. Uh his mother passed away. My grandma, we we I I gave her a shout out when that it was yeah. Halloween, whatever. Um and so for Christmas, I was like, I'm gonna figure out a way to hook this up. My dad l- loved NASCAR. Yeah, has fallen out of f- a little bit because Jeff Gordon retired. Basically, is, is what it comes down to. So uh, That's what happens? It was a fox. We we fox hooked it up. We got pit passes. We were walking around. This picture is hilarious because he's watching. <laughs> he's watching this pit guy just working on a tire, and he's got his arms crossed, and he's just like, Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's just waiting for the guy to do something he wouldn't do. Yeah, but he's like, No, son, you don't want to do it that yeah, way.
1: That psi is <laughs> a little low for me
0: um but it, it was an absolute delight because he he was uh you know he, he would not shut up about the 90s nascar and like like how it used to be different back then <laughs> and like what the difference between the cars and of course when you were watching the 90s it, were the best it uh it also we, we talked a lot about dale you'll love that that, yeah. that dale's
1: uh man You got to a daytona
0: it is crazy it is like it's gotta hit you. It there. really does. Yeah, it really. I don't does. think I can it's, handle it. That's why I don't think. It I can really handle. like it, it. honestly like we because were, we we're, we were back in the pits the day of the race and and all the drivers are with their families and you can see them and they're like it's yeah it's shockingly like very accessible that that event like if you if you are if you can get a pit pass which it feels like a lot of people could we were on the track before the race like they just like open the whole damn thing up and yeah people are riding in sharpie on the start finish line
1: kind of sounds like a Gussa national like if you're there you're in it so like you're a part of it
0: luke combs did a concert and everyone's just like huddling around on that grass area like you know and like it's a free-for-all yeah um but in the back of the pits like all the drivers are just hanging out with their family uh mj was back there and uh it, it, it it's it's weirdly very sizing accessible. Up the other
1: drivers, feeling up on everybody. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I I could not like my dad and I said it to each other like it's it 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 just hits you how eerie does it is that, like this was, oh, this was yeah. the Dale Earnhardt experience like he was doing this and then like a couple hours later like I don't know especially that yeah and you watch the crack
1: I don't know that, like, yeah. not to be morbid but like accident, it's, it's yeah.
0: hard not to like to go there but uh. We had a great time. It was all. We went to three races. We went to the truck race on Friday. We went to the uh, the Xfinity on Saturday. We went to the Daytona Five Hundred on Sunday. Um, we we a, a lot of racing. My review is this because I know a lot of people listen to our show from Indy and from the Midwest. Yeah. Um, and they love the Indy Five Hundred as much as I do. Um, which is my favorite event. I I make no bones about it. The Indy Five Hundred is above March Madness for me. It is by far my favorite. Maybe not by far. It is my favorite. It is my favorite yeah. sporting event in the world. Um, so the question is, how does this stack up? Uh, I I was expecting a similar scene to the Indy 500 and I went into it as a hater and I was going to be like, you're trying to be the Indy 500 and you're not the Indy 500. It is so far, it is such a polar opposite vibe from the Indy 500. Yeah we it like it, it shook me I, I was so like so I, I initially was like i don't like this at all this is not racing at all what, what is going i'm not even talking about the ray i'm talking about the track yeah, sh- yeah 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 vibe around the track all that stuff um but it won me over because i was like oh this is so di- like this is the, there's beauty in the difference you know what i mean like, this <laughs> it's, is, <can't>, it's <laughs> I nice to know, know that you there know. is a difference it's not there's like, a difference they're not competing yeah, against yeah, each other they are they're not totally different experience uh the 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 daytona it's international like country music
1: and bluegrass
0: yes Daytona international speedway is like the new Yankee stadium. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Not even the old one. It's mm-hmm. like super fan friendly. They got the great concession stands, great bathrooms. Love <laughs> I, that. You know, that's important to me. Um, I did take a number two in the bathroom I'm not, even Oh kidding. wow. That's my gauge, dude. You go that to, the, is the you go gauge. to, you go to the infield at, at Indy and you try to number two in there. You might as well just, yeah, just go to the doctor. You might as well Just kill yourself. <laughs> just go to the doctor. <laughs> um, Clean bathrooms, clean concession. Like it was, it, it very fan fit. The seats were comfortable. It was like the seat. There's really not a bad seat in the house because you can. They, they got like a huge grandstand, and that's it. The, the seats don't go around the whole track. Yeah. So um, the seat they they build it to where it's like you can, and then the the, the thing is banks. You there's really not a bad seat in the house at all. Um, which is the exact opposite of Indy. It's like Indy, there's like four good seats. Yeah, yeah. Indy is, so that is the new Yankee Stadium. Indy to me is Fenway Wrigley Field. It's like, oh, you can feel it, Like you walk into that place and you feel the history immediately. Yeah. And I tell you, they've been racing here since 1911. You're like, I believe that. It definitely feels like they've been here since yeah. 1911. And Daytona's new age. And Daytona's new age. And Daytona's like, we mm-hmm. got to be cool
1: for 2022 crowd. Yeah. And be, so, very, you know. Very New York Yankees since 2010.
0: Yeah. So it's like, you know, what, whatever you prefer, you know. So the, the, there's not there's not one better than the other. I definitely still like IMS more. But um, the other thing was there wasn't as much of a party as I expected. Yeah, like Indy 500 is just an absolute shit show. From from the moment you wake up to the, the traffic is insane getting in. The the I mean you get to the inf- if you're getting the infield you're trying to get in there by like eight or nine. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're leaving at like nine o'clock to go to the eleven o'clock race you might as well not even go. You might as well turn around and go back because you're not going to make it. Um. Daytona was a lot like chiller vibe. It was yeah, like took us twenty minutes to get in there. Yeah, uh, there were I I I'm sure there was partying going on. There wasn't a t- it wasn't in your face. I was walking around the infield and it wasn't like I wasn't seeing just like complete debauchery, <laughs> um, like you see in Indy. So that stood out to me. Uh, the other thing was the beach, dude. We stayed we we stayed on the beach, and uh, I I got the story of the old track on the beach over and over and over about how they used to the, the the race started where half the track was the beach and they raced down the highway and, oh, wow. the beach. and then you go there to they, they have like a restaurant there called the North Turn because they raced north up the beach and then they would turn and go down to the highway and there's like a restaurant right there that's still there and it has all these pictures and all the history and all that. That's that my was favorite cool. thing about NASCAR that was is the history.
1: Yeah. As someone who had bootleggers in his family you know what I mean just the idea that it all you know and then people were just raised you know and it's got a very organic history which is wild.
0: Um Kyle Busch wrecking. Uh, everyone thought he was out for the race, so Kyle Busch wrecks, and the place erupted. That was hilarious too. Everybody yeah. hates that guy. Yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. I, I recommend it. I definitely do. So, who'd you it, end up
1: pulling for? Bubba. Nice.
0: I, I I went in. Yeah, we talked about it. All the different guys I was cheering for. Um, well, I was cheering for Bubba the most because of of the handful of guys I I had on my list going in. He was had seemed to have the best chance to win. But then by the end, I was like, I want to see MJ at Victory Lane. Yeah, I, I just want to see that visual. Yeah,
1: if he had won Daytona and then went to the seventy-five, yeah. he would have played Magic yes. Johnson one-on-one. Yeah. Yes. In fact, if someone gave Magic Johnson shoes, he would have played him one-on-one. Yeah. that's all that was missing.
0: There, I don't know. I'm I'm sure NASCAR people have talked about it already. I'm sure they'll write articles moving forward and discuss it about Michael Jordan's influence on the sport and how he's getting more eyeballs on it and all that. And yeah. Um. But I I'm here to tell you I'm hundred percent that guy. That's like I don't care about Bubba Wallace one way or another. Um, it's, it's I I don't know. I don't, I don't really, not, I don't know much about it. I don't him, know man. much about the guy. I know a lot about Michael Jordan. And yeah. so I was like, I'd be, be sick. Yeah. If the 23 McDonald's Michael Jordan car
1: what well, I turned it on with, you know, like lap like 120. And uh, it was Brad Darty is talking because his guy was leading the race at the time. And then Michael Jordan's team, they show them and I'm like, what is this? Carolina basketball <laughs> <Carolina>. with <wasn't> the NASCAR? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, this is where it's dude. Gone. Emmett Smith owns one of the teams of uh, the uh,
0: the the Xfinity, the Saturday Night race. He he was there. He I I stood right next to him. I was watching yeah. him like he was in pit row. Like yeah. Chopping it up with his guys, and I don't, I don't know how much he knows about racing or not, because I think he was, he's kind of a new owner.
1: Yeah, but uh, but in the world, it's of, crazy. In the it's world crazy, of gambling too, where everything is about, you know, like putting your daily fantasy. But like NASCAR is a great sport for gambling. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really is. is. Yeah, it's, it's kind fun. of perfect.
0: Is NASCAR back? Is that what we're saying? It, can we declare it back? I think yeah. it might be.
1: It's back on our show. It's back, back on our show. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a good time. Uh, a lot of chain restaurants around Daytona. That's that was cool. <laughs> There's a Hooters right across the street not even kidding like right the main entrance to get into the daytona international speedway right across the street is the hooters that's probably throw a football from the main entrance and hit the hooters (laughs) i was like this is
1: yeah ain't that america dude (laughs) um
0: so the the vibe that that's the only way i'd say is it's like very different than indy and i hated it at first but then by the end of it i was like you fell in love "That's, that's the beauty of it it is different why why would i want the same thing why do i why would i want a b tier indy 500 I don't want that. You don't I want, want a different experience. It was a completely different experience. Um, and I, I would recommend going if you're someone who's ever thought about going. Definitely worth it. So there you go. That's there you review. go, Jim. Jim, I know, I know that's big on your list. A guy who, would you say the only two states that matter are New York and L.A.? <laughs>
1: Coastal elites. Uh, anything else? No, I'm, I think that's it. Shout out to UConn. I feel like this was a good shout night.
0: Shout out to UConn. UConn. Great yeah. night for UConn. Great night yeah. for Providence. Great night for the old Big East. I, <laughs> I think it is the old Big East is back. I think the old Big East is back. <laughs> NASCAR is back. The 90s are back. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan's back. sunning everyone at the Ooh. NBA. I love it. Yeah. The, the, there you go.
1: Also, uh, one last thing. Tom Brady to the 49ers. You know, in the last show, I said, shout out Tom Brady. He's going to come back and play football. I think I'm right about that, but he's going to the 49ers, not the Raiders.
0: You thought it was the Raiders.
1: I just thought, I heard about I,
0: the Colts. The Colts need a quarterback.
1: No, no, no. He's going to the Niners because Joe Montana. And you know what? When you retire from the NFL, you have to wait three months and then that team loses your rights. So we got three months, probably like two and a half months, and then he can go to the 49ers.
0: <laughs> what if, what if the Niners sign Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? Both? Well, they, they Rodgers
1: wants it, but I think the Brady's their choice. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's great. So funny. Uh
0: <laughs> all right, that's the show. Congrats to, to Dan Hurley and the Yukon Huskies. See you guys on Friday.
1: Thanks.